Good day, happy Monday, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Shout out to my bonus holers and uh, my good smelling viewers. Really, the probably the best smelling viewers on the internet. Uh, I mean, don't be mad about it. It's just the truth. Uh, hope you're doing well. There is a metric ton of news today, not just in the entertainment world, but also with you know the po political sphere, migrants uh, going back home. Uh, Crimson Skidmark says, uh, Jeremy, did you see the cringe video by Dick Gruesome ripping on you? Thought it'd be fun to live react and we could all make fun of that dork. I don't even know who that is. Who is that? That's a... Recording uh, versus coffee. Okay, so behind the scenes, me and Jeremiah, we go on the internet every day on YouTube. All right, well, we might check that out. Um... One of the top comments, I can't stand the quartering, but this chubby-titted Keemstar wannabe is a hundred times worse. I generally don't give a lot of shine to, like, critique videos. You know, sometimes my my experience is that they're they're literally never in good faith. So, like, watching them is generally not... Um... <laughs> Oh, most of the people in the replies are dunking on him. So talking nonsense while you can't figure out what video you're watching means makes content in 2023. You have a long way to go before you can get to his level. I tried to sit through this. I like the quartering, but I figured I'd see a counter opinion. But when dude can't figure out the term lay bare, I'm done. Uh, if you make your stupid show gay and throw a chicken it, maybe someone will watch you. Oh yeah. Shout out to the quartering fans. Just dunking on this guy. Shout out. <laughs> I never received an email from the win on Friday. Is my email? Okay. Uh, yes, you're on the list. Yeah, shout out any any first time viewers. By the way, we are in 1080 1080p today. Packers need to fire Joe Barry. You can't constantly give up 200 yards rushing and keep your job. Also, Rapino getting hurt last game was karma. Yeah, I agree on both counts. Did you watch your partner in crime and let us trigonometry podcast? I did not. I can't. I got to admit, I can't do podcasts. I just can't. I know that they're like really popular people obviously like them a lot um and I, I don't mean to like my critique is not on podcasts being good or not because that would be invalid because it is absolutely you know very very popular i just can't do like two hours of somebody talking even if it's someone i like um if they're interacting or whatever this that any other thing sure you know <laughs> Uh, you watch on three. You shouldn't be buffering. Uh, first time listening at work. Shout out Snake. Aren't you technically a podcast? Yeah, I mean, I think that 
the live interaction makes me more interesting because I feel like if I type something in the chat, they're going to notice it or watch it or something like that. Hey, King of Biltong, I got your um, Ghost Pepper Wagyu uh, Biltong. Gotta say, the the meat quality, the Wagyu was very, very good. Is very, very good, and I would order that again. Uh, the ghost pepper, I think, is uh, a too hot for me. But I think that it's not like super duper hot. I don't know. It's good. I think people that like ghost pepper are really going to like it. Good dude says, hey again. I was hoping you're doing well. Just wondering if you checked out the Dalton Mayor I brought up last week. If not, would love for you to check it out and get your opinions. I will check it out this week. So that that isn't a uh, that isn't a uh, indictment on the quality of the product. It's just I like my heat mild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It should be it should be hot. Like I'm not being like, well. Good stuff though. I I'm. I definitely get more of the regular way. And then you also saw like sent those like pork ones. Those are really good. I like those. Now they they weren't like so hot where I'm like, just had a full replace hip replacement on Tuesday. Damn dude. I hear they're pretty good these days though. <laughs> I wouldn't say like it's, I say we've had very good feedback on this. I don't know. It's about a 6.5 out of 10 on the heat. Yeah. Maybe I just, I mean, I have it here. For the snacking. It's good. I love the... I just love the... Like the meat. It's just... Yeah, I would probably say it's a sick... If I were to rank it on my heat scale, I'd say it's like a 7 or an 8. But again, you know... I'm kind of a wimp. But it is good. If people like heat, they should get it. Now, lots of news today. By the way, um, the... Winners from Friday Friday are hold please. I wonder if I can just post this in chat. Would that work? Yep, there they are. It's a uh, Bosti and Zito controlled insanity, freedom forever. Toscano 83, OFP Bossman, BW Warrior 87, Jag Studios, and Mr. Nightmare 116. FB6 Drew, first Rumble rant. I'm a transplant from your YouTube channel. Happy to make the move over. Wishing you continued sex. Still have my success. Still have my K Cup founders going. Hell yeah, dude. Thank you. Wait, Alex Jones just quit again? What? What? Now, if you uh, didn't win, obviously on Friday or today, you have a new chance. We have 80 more winning, 80 more winners. Am I doing that math right? Yeah, 80 more people will win. Wait, tell me about, I don't see anything about Alex Jones. Uh... Hey, Alex, appreciate you being here. Lots to talk about. 
I suppose let's get right into it. Um, I want to start with some of the world news, which is what I do usually in the in the first part, and then we've got all the uh, entertainment stuff. Check is live. Uh, what is it? Band video. Let's see. Take it seriously. I'm not talking about the audience, okay? He's here. <laughs> but just in general, things are really horrible. And they're, I mean, they've already cut the energy off to most of the third world. They're going to totally collapse and flood us. It's already been done. Alex isn't as big. Jeremy, do you like good deer, deer jerky? Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Did Pat Contrary ever get back to you about video game collecting? No, he didn't. I didn't. I really didn't think he would, but. Chicago migrants return to Venezuela ahead of winter. There's nothing here for us. The Illinois city has seen more than 19,000 migrants leave. I'll announce the winners again. Don't worry about it. And I'll post them in the description and stuff. I just, I wanted to give it out early because I know people are waiting all weekend. Chicago migrants are beginning to move back to Venezuela as the city runs out of resources to house and support illegal immigrants. You mean free stuff? What's up, Caledon? Quote, the American dream doesn't exist anymore, Castahone said. There is nothing here for us. Um, what is... I'm sorry. They left because it started to get cold. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, it's it's is that the American dream to migrate here and get tons of free handouts and be put up in a hotel and given a cell phone and a car or transportation? Um, I thought it was to come here and work. I I th I thought. Am I wrong? Did they update the American dream? Has it been reimagined? The link is not there yet. Wait, the link is. Oh, the I <laughs> got you, PS Marsh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See, that's what I like about the daily stream. We get to have like a lot of inside jokes and stuff like that. The report suggested that Castajone was not the only migrant who felt that way. As the city grows colder, many are requesting tickets to other cities. Oh, is that a part of the American dream? I didn't know that was part of the American dream would, would be to get flown around the country. And then when you don't like the city where you're getting your free stuff in, you could go to another city and get free stuff there. Is that the, is that the reimagined American dream? Nobody told you to come here. Back to the hotel. Furious migrants refuse to stay in tent shelter after being bused to Brooklyn and head back to plush Manhattan accommodations. By the way, you're paying for those. <laughs> right? You're, you're paying for those. The American taxpayer is paying for those hotels. Just so, you know, just so we're all clear, crystal clear. The American taxpayer 
is flipping the bill for those hotels. Now, Obama, the Obama administration, and probably the uh, Joe Biden administration told them to come here, right? But they don't have to pay for it. We have to pay for it. Furious migrants are refusing to stay in tent shelters set up for them in a New York City as a greater expense to the taxpayer as they prefer the plush hotels in Manhattan. Well, wah, wah, wee, wah, who could have foreseen this? A group of asylum seekers were seen being bused to Floyd Bennett Field in Brooklyn on Sunday, the site of a national park located in southeast New York City borough is expected to hold 2,000 people. But they were immediately loaded on a bus back to Manhattan as they complained that they had jobs back in the city and that their kids had schools to attend. How are they in school? Jamie Williams, a New York City assemblywoman who represents the district where the field is located, sounded stunned as she filmed the puzzling scene. The migrants were seen getting off the Blue Metropolitan Transport Authority bus, walking right past the main entrance of the tent before walking straight onto another bus. When Williams questioned one of the officials about what had just happened, he told her that he would explain after she turned off the camera. One migrant said he was going back to head back to the Roosevelt Hotel, which has been commandeered by the Democrat mayor, while another told the New York Post, my kids go to school in the Bronx for us to live out here is ridiculous. Ridiculous. You know, I watched a video. I watched a video of a Syrian refugee camp this weekend where, you know, Syrian ref refugees who are in Lebanon, I believe. I'm, I don't know if I'm, chat will correct me if I'm wrong, but they're, they're in Lebanon because they had to flee Syria because the Taliban basically took over ISIS. I think ISIS. They went into this, they went into this, um, you know, they live in these like tents, just hor horrible conditions. Um, and they've been there for years. None of them seem to be saying, I want to go back. Um, I, the free stuff you're giving me isn't good enough. I want different free stuff. Mayor Eric Adams first welcomed the migrants sent north by Texas Governor Greg Abbott going to Port Authority to personally receive the first buses. But the buses kept coming, and a year later, Adams is pleading for federal and state aid. That's one of the most hilarious. This is one of the best strategies that Republicans, well, in particular, really just, what is it, Florida and Texas that are doing it? This is the best thing they can do, and I think they need to continue to do it. All these states, by the way, you know, northern democratic states, they're all about more, you know, more, we need to have more immigration, have more uh, invaders on our southern border, um, you know, this stuff, um, you know, this kind of, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Uh they never had to actually experience what Texas has to go through and has been going through for the past 30 years. So now they're like, oh, I'll send, uh, you know, we're going to send a fraction of what we take in 
and these cities are collapsing. Chicago, you see how the all the all the I mean, by the way, these people aren't going to these people aren't going to the suburbs. They're going to the inner city. And the people that live there, mostly black and um and uh poor, are getting crushed under it. The same people that continually vote for Democrats. The, the same people that continue to vote for de Democrats are getting crushed. I say, you know, keep the buses running. Double, triple it. It's been way more than 30 years. Yeah, yeah, I was just kind of pulling that number out of my rear, you know. But, like, these are the same cities that keep talking about how immigration is our strength, diversity is our strength. Who have these pro-Palestinian peacefully peaceful protests attacking cops and you know shutting down Grand Central Station? I love it. This is this is one of the you know people say to me like I've I've been like retweeting a lot of this stuff, cheering it on. I love it. This is going to create more Republican voters than than any than probably anything in our lifetime. Or at least it's going to discourage Democrat voters. You keep flooding these sanctuary cities. You keep uh, flooding New York, Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland. All these people that you know safely sit 3,000 miles away from the border. Keep flooding them. It's going to, I mean, you're going to absolutely destroy these cities for the long term. Right. It, it, it's for the for the long term. These cities will be dead. They will be Detroit. I mean, there will be no fixing Chicago if this is successful. There will be no go zones in America. You look at like the Somali entrenchments in Minnesota, um, you know, Dearborn, Michigan, and it's Muslim population. These people are here anyway. So bury the Democrat cities with it. I mean, just just absolutely crush them. That is perhaps the best, most effective thing that 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 uh, Republicans can do. And you have a, a situation where, I mean, it's funny these cities are completely collapsing. And I say, send more. Send more. That you can't send enough. Keep sending more. <laughs> Trash Panda, I appreciate you. You know what? What broke Detroit wasn't immigration; uh, it was years of democratic pol Democrat policy. Hey, Jeremy, I'm currently coffee homeless, looking for a home with the best cup. With CBC, what do you recommend for cold brew or hot brew? I'm curious where to start. Well, if you like dark roast, um, if you like a really dark roast. We have the we just rolled out the Silent Night Dark Roast, which is really really good. Zero um, zero four is probably our our most popular. Uh, if you like flavored coffee, the Blueberry Cobbler is easily the number one seller. Um, you know, I try that. Hopefully that helps. We have K cups too. So yeah, I'm all for I'm all for this. What is the brand brand name of the Biltong? It's AntonsUSA.com, I think. 
it's uh it's 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 been a while by the way how was everyone's weekend i don't think i checked in on i, I like to check in on the weekend a purge is coming well <laughs> probably weekend was great ate steak freedom forever way better now that i won oh yeah you did win you were a winner from friday's drawing I took it. I was pretty lazy this weekend. I played some Call of Duty, um, played with my dogs. <clears throat> Four deer in five hours. That's very solid. Usually I only see that kind of number when people are doing drives. Uh, I did super chat on Salty Stream last night. Hoping, hoping some people are here from that. Blackwell, so here's something I found interesting. John Oliver's show last night was about Israel-Palestine war. His analysis almost identical to Nick Fuentes, but Oliver was almost universally supported. Huh. Uh, well, you know, Americans are, are you know, anytime a, somebody with a British accent says something, Americans are far more likely to, uh, to support it. Well, I figured a $200 super chat was like, if I'm going to go on Salty Cracker stream and try to get people to come to my stream, I can't just do it with a $5 super chat, you know? I do not ship coffee internationally yet. Yeah. I'll hear from the super chat. There you go, Chad. I got one. How do I subscribe to locals? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. By the way, we're going to do, we'll do a locals only stream if we get 20 new members today. You go right under the video and there's this join button. You click join and then support. It's five bucks a month and you get access to the members only streams. And most importantly, I guess most, you know, but you know, I guess perhaps best is the, um, you get direct access to me. So you can send me some images. You can send me questions, send me topics and pretty much stick exclusively to my local stuff now. Uh, I will do a locals members discount on coffee too. I'll think of a promo code that we can do. And it'll be like bigger than any other sale we normally do. Like it'll be normally I do like 10%. I'll do like 15% or something like that, 20%. And by the way, there is a the locals chat is open right now. 20 supporters, that is. Remember when South Park moved their homeless to California? Yeah, well, I remember that. I, I thought it was pretty hilarious that San Francisco cleaned up all their homeless to impress a Chinese dictator. I think that was pretty, pretty interesting. This is a terrible story, you know? This kid got killed for trying to defend his friend who got sucker punched. Like, just animal behavior. Just animal behavior. By the way, for everyone that's trying to frame this on race, it's certainly not only black kids. They killed, they killed this kid. <laughs> the... The issue is not a single charge has been filed. 
I have to take it back to the UK. Read it to me, international. Oh, yeah, no worries. This is fatherless homes. This is, uh, you know, gang activity. I mean, they killed this kid. High schoolers. Every one of them who is in that mob should go to prison for life. Every single one of them. This wasn't a momentary lapse in judgment. You didn't, you didn't shoplift a pack of gum. You didn't fire off illegal fireworks. You killed a kid. Every one of these kids, life in prison. 17 is old enough. Don't act like this wasn't because of race. What do you mean? There's white people beating him too. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you mean. Oh, there's King of Biltong. You can get the Biltong on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Oh, ready to be international. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They're old enough. They all know better. Put them in prison. That's just the facts. I, I, I'm just done dealing with this shit. I'm done with like all these violent idiots not getting any kind of real prison sentence and then going out and just murdering people indiscriminately. And I have to be told that they're just kids. That's not. They're not just kids. They killed this kid. All of them. Prison. Parents should be charged too. Everyone giving Scott Adams credit for what Vito Corleone said 50, 50 years ago. <laughs> Lots to talk about. We've got a big Tranifesto update, everybody. Big Tranifesto update. You know, the, the interesting story is uh, why should the parents be charged? I don't know. I want them charged. They charged the parents of that the school shooter, right? I want to I want parents to get get charged with uh, raising a piece of shit. How about that? There need to be some sort of consequences for raising an animal. They can go sit in prison for 30 days, 60 days, because that kid, that kid's family, you know, their, their son is dead forever. You don't do not charge your parents for the crime, Jeremy. It's that's not acceptable. Well, I'm just being a little hyperbolic, you know. Triers, the schools are like prisons now. The teachers are wardens. The only solution is homeschooling. Well, I mean, that's what you're really seeing with a lot of. There was an article this week, and I don't know what website it was on, but it said something like, uh, you know, what's going on? Why is there a rise in homeschooling? And, you know, the reality is that, first of all, COVID made it possible. What people forget is that COVID kind of taught a lot of Americans that they actually could live on one income. Feminism, you know, third wave feminism and... um you know, girl bossism tricked all these women into thinking they had to work. We need 
consumerism, capitalism, right? These things tricked Americans into thinking, oh, both people have to work. Now, in some cases, that is true, okay? Especially if you've accumulated debt or you had medical expenses or, you know, whatever the case is. But the fact of the matter is also that there are many parents, many families that were just living a gluttonous lifestyle, you know, going out to the movies every week, going out to dinner three times a week. They suddenly realized during COVID that they didn't need those things, that a more simple life was just as fun or made them just as happy. And so a lot of people retired, men and women. That's why we have a work shortage in a lot of cities. People figured out like, you know, people figure out that they don't need to be a wage cuck for their entire life. They cut back a little bit, you know, things like that. And by the way, if you homeschool your kids, you should get a tax credit. I think you do, right? I'm not totally sure, but you should get a refund on whatever tax, what percentage of your tax went to the school system. You should get that back. Um, It started with that kind of stuff. And then that's a Tim Pool take thing. Things are so expensive. Both parents need to work. I I didn't say, hey, Tim would have said everyone should homeschool and that if you don't homeschool, you're a loser who hates your kids. That's a Tim Pool take. I said um, that people found out that they could and not everyone could. Hey, Jeremy, one more question. I want to subscribe to Locals. Is it 50 annually? Uh, it's $5 a month or 50 annually, so you can save a little bit if you do the annual. When I was homeschooled, people made fun of it, but now it seems to be the more popular option with people who are paying attention. Nonetheless, I'm glad to see more people open to it. God bless America. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think that everybody can have a one-income household, especially with how expensive everything is these days. I also think that it's it's in it's in completely ignorant to just say homeschool your kids because people have an existing mortgage they have existing car payments existing payments that they can't just get away from you know um this kind of stuff but i'm just saying peep that's why it rose is that people there were a lot of people that could and you know add to that the indoctrination also add to the fact that homeschooling is a lot easier with the big rise in uh, work-from-home jobs, right? So there's been a, a huge rise in homeschooling, but you know I'm sure that that line probably is- also mimics the rise in people working from home. You know what I'm saying? So I think that like, there's that too. And then there's people that had the money all along and were like, oh, I don't want some weirdo grooming my kid. I'm going to just homeschool them now. You know, my parents, both of them worked. People, my parents, both of them worked my entire life. And uh, my mom worked first shift and my dad worked second shift. So there was always someone home. So in that scenario, my dad could have homeschooled us during the day, or my mom could have done it at night. So, I mean, you, you have people, there is a will and a way where you can work third shift, your, your spouse can work second shift. 
you can figure it out. You know, people, people can figure it out. Now, just in the Metro Department of Law has released a summary outlining the court proceedings relating to why they have not released the Tranifesto. This ought to be good. You know, a big thing with the manifesto release is that they've continued to blame it on everyone else, right? They keep saying, oh, it's, it's everybody else. That's why we haven't released it. And this is just more of that. As Metro Police Department and National offers a, a, officers and detectives, along with Tennessee Bureau of Investigation officers, quickly arrived at the Covenant School on March 27th, the assailant's automobile was secured and inventoried. Officers recovered journals from the automobile containing writings of the assailant. Those became part of the criminal investigation file. This is a two-page uh, excuse as to why they haven't released it. Pursuant to Rule 16 of the Tennessee Rules of the Criminal Procedure Records, in the criminal investigative file are not subject to the disclosure of the Tennessee Public Records Act until the investigation in any related criminal case is complete. Now, the, the, the question is, what investigation, friends? What investigation is ongoing right now? This, the bitch is dead, right? Rightfully so, by the way. I wish she had done it herself in the car in the parking lot. What are they investigating? This is just a lie. MNPD provided a copy of the journalist, a journal, sorry, to Metro Legal to review what should be produced in accordance with the TPRA. Before that process was completed, multiple parties, including news media and the Second Amendment activist groups, filed suit in Chancery Court of Davidson County to compel production of the journals. So what they're saying, what they're trying to say is, hey, we were going to release it, but then people sued us to release it, so now we can't release it. I don't know about that. You know what I mean? That's the circular logic they're using to try and explain this. Having heard from many concerned parents and family members of the deceased, many, huh? How many is that exactly? Metro Legal asked the court to provide some additional time for the parents and the school to discuss retaining legal counsel to represent their views as victims of this horrible crime. I don't think you have a right to compel the suppression of evidence, even if your child was killed in this particular case, because this is an issue of public safety. This is an issue of, uh, and I know that sounds harsh to say, but this isn't like a domestic abuse situation or a domestic situation that got out of hand and like the kid's the only survivor and releasing the stuff makes it more trauma on the kids. This is, you know, according to Nashville PD, they said that this was a step-by-step -step guide to how to do a school shooting or a, you know, a mass shooting. And that's why they couldn't release it. Well, I think that 
this is profoundly stupid and short-sighted and it's also a lie because if you if you if you had all these documents right and it had laid out all the vulnerabilities of public buildings and 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 schools or churches and they're afraid of that getting out i would argue that that would allow schools and churches and public buildings to actually address their weaknesses. Like there is a reason why software companies pay hackers to exploit their software. They offer, they offer bounties to hack their software so that they can find vulnerabilities and close them. This is why, this is what in my opinion would have been more effective Putting this out would allow people to plug the holes, don't you think? <laughs> that's just, you know, that's my opinion. Put it out there so people can address the vulnerabilities. But they're using this like, oh, do they actually think that another unhinged school shooter is going to be like, oh, I wasn't going to do this unhinged thing and shoot up a school but now I have instructions, so I'm definitely going to do it. No, they're trying to use the behavior of like unhinged murderous lunatic and say that the next one is going to rationally look at these writings and think, oh, I'm going to go do that same thing. On top of that, they had already prepared a redacted version that they were going to release but now they're pretending that, well, we can't release that either. Which is also BS. Because if you, first of all, I don't want the redacted version. I want the full unredacted version. Because you know once they start redacting, once they start hitting those, um, once they start hitting those, you know, those, that black line to redact stuff out, they don't stop. Like, have you ever seen when they release stuff from the FOIA, you know, Freedom of Information Act? And it's like an entire page of text and like three words are unredacted. I don't want the, re I don't want to, to allow them to redact anything. Because I, it is my belief that there are references in there to gender ideology to gender transition surgeries, to gender transition um, testosterone injections. That's what I believe. Like, I 100% I believe that there is an ideological reason for why they are blocking this. That's my opinion. You know, you said trans anomaly. Nashville Shooters Manifesto suggests an inconvenient aspect of gender-affirming care. I think she was on mass amounts of testosterone. That's what I think. And I think she obtained them from a gender clinic or from some government agency or program. That's just what I think. I'm not saying I can prove it. I'm not saying it's a fact. I'm saying it's what I think. It's just what I think. You know? I think that 
there, there's a, you know, a very ideological reason why they are suppressing this. That's just my opinion. If you look at the last three or four school shooters, they were a large portion of them were um, gender nonconforming, trans, or whatever. I wonder if they were all on SSRIs. I wonder if this person, let's say this person, I'm just going to launch out some hypotheticals here, okay? It's just a hypothetical. What if there was a line in there that connected them taking SSRIs to becoming violent? What if you could draw that line? Hypothetically, right? How many people do you think would have a vested interest in protecting that? You're talking big pharma. You're talking about Democrats pushing the message. You're talking about our government. All this stuff. I, it's just a hypothetical. Another hypothetical. What if there was... We know from one of the leaked documents. We know that there was a line in that document that said... I almost got caught in 2021. Remember that line? I almost got caught, especially back in 2021. I almost got caught. Well, what do we think that means? What if there was a line in these journals that detailed almost getting caught? What if there was a line that she had been questioned by three-letter agencies and released? She also claimed to have recorded a video five to 10 minutes before doing the shooting. Where's that video? I don't know. I'm not saying any of this stuff is true. I'm just saying, what if, you know, what if, who, who almost caught her in 2021 and why was she released? Why was she allowed to purchase firearms? Why wasn't she on a list? Why wasn't she being monitored? These are questions that I think, you know, how many of these shooters do we find out within 24 hours later that they were, quote, on our radar? All of them? Nearly all of them? Right? How many times have they said that? They were known to the FBI. They were known to local law enforcement. Now, I get that it's a uh, 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 it is a slippery slope where you, you really can't invest in, in, you know, arrest people. You can't arrest people for a thought crime. I'm just saying, you know, none of these conspiracies exist or are allowed to proliferate if they simply release the manifesto, right? Just release it. If you release it, then people aren't going to ask the same questions. And here's what's really going to happen. They're going to release it. It's going to be extremely redacted and it's not going to answer anything. That's what I predict. If there is anything in there about SSRIs, you know, there were a few things that were redacted from what they took. I suspect they were prescription bottles. 
That's what I suspect. What else? Why else would you redact something you took from the scene? They took several, like 40 items from her home. And I believe at least one, maybe two were redacted on what they took. What do you think that that was? On what, in what world, what world were they, what reason would they have to redact that? Something they recovered from the scene. My guess is it's a prescription bottle. Some sort of hormones, testosterone, some, something of that, of that nature. That's what my guess is. HRT. Yeah, that's, that's what my, my guess is. They, they redacted damning evidence. Why would you redact anything that you took from the scene? Lord of the Rings, do you think the Trunanator got some bathtub puberty blockers from Keffels and his boyfriend? Yes, possibly. I think that it was a prescription drug that they took and they redacted it. Because it said some big pharma name on the side. Antipsychotics, something. They didn't redact all the guns they took or a suicide note or her computers or her cell phones. In what scenarios do you redact a piece of evidence that you took from the scene? It is my working theory that there is a direct line between Big Pharma and this mass shooting, and that's what they're covering up. I can't prove it. I'm not saying it's a fact. I'm saying this is what I believe. And you could dispel all doubt immediately by releasing the manifesto. I mean, I don't think I'm being unreasonable here, right? No worries, Sailor, dude. Appreciate you being here. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think HIPAA, you know, really provides any difference here. What if one of these other... You know, one of these other people also had similar prescriptions. What if she said in a journal that she took the COVID vaccine and she was never the same? I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm not saying that that exists. I'm not saying that is there. I don't know. But I'm saying, what if? What if she said that, man? I got the vaccine and now I'm having all these crazy thoughts. It could have been the McRib. Testosterone and SSRIs are probably one potent rampage cocktail. I bet you're right. I am not suicidal. Yeah, I'm very happy. Sith just got my ghost pepper built on from Anton and I'm giving it two thumbs up. Excellent. Needs to be a way, needs to be way hotter for pepper hounds. Carolina Reaper. But Anton makes good stuff. Try it out. I did try to have a bowl of it right next to me. I guess I, I can't handle the I guess I can't handle the um the heat like I thought I did. I've been called an oxymoron because I question which drug the wars are on. Why are there more drug stores than liquid stores you could you could score on? Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe it's all incoherent ramblings. I would say it's just as likely. It's just as likely to be incoherent ramblings of an insane person. I'm not like going full conspiracy theory. I'm just doing a thought experiment. I'm not saying I believe that she said the vaccine did it. I'm not saying I I'm not I'm not saying I have proof. I'm not saying I have proof that she said SSRIs and testosterone did it. I'm saying that it sure feels like perhaps something like that might give a law enforcement agency reason to not want to release it. I'm just saying. So the Marvels came out. Oh, by the way, the winners from Friday's drawing. I'm going to post in chat. I'm actually going to post it in the description too. Bosti and Zito, Controlled Insanity, Freedom Forever, Toscano 83, OFP Bossman, BM Warrior 87, Jag Studios, and Mr. Nightmare 116. That was the eight winners from Friday. We will pick eight more winners today. I hope you're all doing well. We've got a lot of talk to things to talk about with the um the kill switch do you guys know about that the government kill switch on your cars is still going forward This reeks of controlled interference for PSYOP for later use. The release of this made the media panic. Heads will roll when it all comes to light. At least the scapegoats. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Ooh. Recovering from wrecking your bike. Well, I'm glad you're alive. I put today's... Uh, I, I, so again, for those that don't know, I'm giving out $10,000 in prizes, including a gaming computer for Meta PC, 60 different $70 gift cards, a PS5. Look at all these Lego right here. Um, here's a, a Lenovo gamepad, um, a Steam Deck, uh, uh, an Asus Ally, uh, a Nintendo Switch OLED, Xbox Series X. All this stuff is going to be given away to 120 people. All you have to do is download the Rumble app, follow the quartering on it, and tune in daily for the win for the link to win and enter. And I pick eight winners every single day. The link is in the description. I've also put it in chat. I made sure to make it lowercase this time. So it's bit.ly slash tqgw6. Bit.ly tqgw6. Links in the description. Links in uh, the pinned comment, and I just put it in chat. You don't have to, by the way, you don't have to give me any personal information to enter. You only have to give me personal information if you win. I know Steam just allow, announced the Steam Deck OLED. I didn't want to say this out uh, yet, but I'm going to try to return the Steam Deck I bought and get the OLED. It doesn't, yeah, I can't order it till like for a few days. So I don't know if it'll get here. 
So go ahead, enter. By the way, I stream Monday through Friday from noon to 2 central every day. And I'm hoping that you're, you know, the point of this giveaway, obviously, is to give back to my viewers. But I hope you're actually enjoying the show. You know, I hope you're tuning, tuning in and enjoying the show on a regular basis, too. Uh, King of Biltong says, good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping for your Biltong using code THEQ on landofbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Try Biltong for your high-protein diet and have a great afternoon. I can personally attest. I taste it, and it is good. The OLED has better battery life, too. I know. I saw... Um, he's writing off all the giveaways on a text. Yes, all the write-offs. Day 5 winners are picked already, yes. And they're posted in the description, and I just read them off. So you're definitely all good there. Don't No, don't get me going again. Don't troll me. Don't troll me, bro. Oh, my Bill Burr video did okay. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, it's not a... Everyone knows all the giveaway stuff I got was free because it's a write-off. You bastards. <laughs> Jeremy, I don't understand why you don't just write everything. Fuck you! Part of my French. I know you're I know you're just joking. I heard tax write-offs are good. What are your thoughts, Jeremy? <laughs> <coughs> oh, you guys are the worst. <laughs> Rumble did contribute. Rumble contributed a, a a chunk of cash for the giveaway. I I contributed the rest. So Rumble and I basically split it. So I I did get a fifty percent discount on the giveaway. <clears throat> Release your tax returns. Yeah. Uh, you can just watch and follow on the website. You don't have to use the Rumble app, but, uh, you know, the link in the description is not clickable. That's not my, that's a Rumble thing. All right, let's talk about this. So Disney Marvel's Cinematic Universe is no longer a bulletproof box office franchise. That much is clear after the Marvel's misfired with a $47 million opening and it's opening weekend to land the worst debut in MCU history. Now, people are yeah, girl math. Girl math is girl math is. I went to the store and I and I I got this item on sale. I got I saved twenty percent off this hundred dollar item, so I saved twenty dollars. That's girl math. If you're not seeing the link in the description, refresh your screen. Or I already read it out to you several times. bit.ly slash tqgw6. I just saved you $80, Jeremy. No, you didn't. You spent $80. Now, the cope about this movie failing 
what's you know what's interesting to me is all these weirdos are running out and saying oh well they didn't get to promote or they you know the stars didn't get to promote the movie the the stars didn't get to promote the movie you conveniently forgot to mention that this is the only MCU film without actors promoting it due to being on strike. Well, why did Oppenheimer make like a billion dollars? Why did the Barbie movie make a billion dollars? Why did Five Nights at Freddy's make three or four hundred million dollars on a thirty million dollar budget? It's they were good movies and people are still willing to go see a good movie. You know, that's the reality. Also remember that this film, this film cost $400 million. Nearly $400 million in cost. That doesn't include the budget for marketing, which is another two, three, four hundred million dollars. It's usually they say double it for marketing, but let's just say they had a, a muted marketing budget of 200 million. That means $600 million in total cost for this movie. That means it'll have to make at least a billion dollars at the box office to break even. And the thing about this movie is not even that it was woke. It's nothing that Brie Larson said. It was just not good. And people no longer want to pay enormous amounts of money to see bad movies. That's the reality. They don't want to pay to see bad movies. And can you blame them? It costs $50 or something like to take. I don't know what it costs to take a family of four, but I can guess. Family of four, you know, four drinks and two snacks. You're spending a C note probably, right? You're spending a hundred bucks to take a family of four to the movies. Who in that, who on earth would do that for a mid movie? They're just going to wait. What Disney, one of the things that not a lot of people are talking about. What not a lot of people are talking about on the, uh, in the area where, you know, who are people are dunking on this movie. I think what really hurt Marvel more than anything is the commodification of the Marvel, Marvel movie. I can watch Marvel content anytime I want. I can open up Disney Plus. I can watch Hawkeye. I can watch Loki. I can watch every past Marvel movie. This was never that way before. And I would argue that it's also the same thing that killed Star Wars. Star Wars used to be an event. A new Star Wars movie? Holy crap. I'm going to buy tickets, pre-buy tickets a year ahead of time. Disney came out, released a Star Wars movie every year, and then everyone got sick of it. There's unlimited Star Wars content on Disney+. Plus. There's nothing special about Star Wars content anymore, so people don't want to pay $50 to go to the movies. The same thing has happened to Marvel. Now, for a particularly good Marvel movie, people will still pay to see it. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy did $850 million. Spider-Man will probably continue to do well. But for a mid-movie, which features three people no one gives a crap about, nobody cares about Captain Marvel, nobody cares about Kamala Khan, and again, I'm I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with Kamala Khan. 
there's i mean it's a, a a character for young adults for kids people you know kids like her and that's okay but kids she's for gen z but gen z is not going to the cinema they live in fear of the covid virus gen z will never go to the movie theater like gen x or millennials did they will never they will never go at the same rate they wait for it to come out on streaming they're fine with it they're fine there's no fomo anymore there's no fear of missing out there's only i'll just wait 90 days and it'll be on streaming who cares that's what's killing these box up you know people will go pay to see oppenheimer or barbie because it's new it's interesting it's a unique idea but for something that is now viewed as a commodity like most people view it and myself included i'm in no rush to go to the movies why would i spend a hundred dollars to go and have some weirdo cough on me no thanks watch for fall it says you and a couple others haven't been showing on my rumble feed lately oh interesting i'll bring it up to them you know spider-man still has sony control which you know seems to matter spider-man is in a really good place right now the video games with miles morales are really popular the Spider-Man movies are pretty good. If you look at Captain Marvel and Kamala Khan, for example, as Cocteau points out, they have proven failure in every medium, comics, TVs, movies, and games. It's okay to say she sucks. I know. I'm just saying, like, I get it. She sucks. She doesn't have the same mainstream appeal. Good luck, Iron, Iron Marksman. It's okay to say she lacks appeal. But, I mean, I don't think there's anything inherently cringe or bad about her character. She's just not for adult men. Monica, but they took three characters. They took three characters that no one really gives a crap about, put them in a movie, and expected people to pay to see it, and it, they didn't. And the cope is, the, the copium is insane. The, the, the apologetic posts. The, oh my god, Brie Larson couldn't promote it, so... Guys, it's okay. Pac-Man says, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams killed Star Wars and Wokeness is killing Marvel. Canceled Disney Plus months ago. Yeah, it's really not worth it anymore. Uh, EXL Aber says, I bought a $200 movie projector screen for $30 and hooked it up to my Roku. Now I get a 10 foot by 7 foot screen on my living room wall. That's what I do. I have a, I don't know the exact size of it, but it's like, you know, this almost the size of a wall movie theater, and I bought a projector. And that's what I where I watch my movies. Hypothesis, did you ever see did you ever think that the Sonic franchise got its act together <clears throat> before the Star Wars? Yeah, I know. Yeah, Sonic got together before now I don't know. The second Sonic movie wasn't that great, but Crimson Skidmark says the worst thing about is going to the movies the fact that everyone is constantly on their phones. I'm always getting blinded by someone's 100% brightness screen. Yeah, that too. I mean, this is a line that they actually had. This is the fault of 40-year-old white men. I'd say that you have... Excuse me. This is a line in the movie. Monica, you gotta fly. Monica replies, I don't know how. The reply, use black girl magic. Use black girl magic. That is a real line from the movie. 
The only people left watching this crap are weirdo shippers who spend their days and nights wondering, uh, trying to say that two female friends in a show were definitely having sex together. That's all that they're, that's all they have left, boys. Like, that's it. Like, that's, that's all they have left is cringe shippers. That's all they have left to see the movie. Weirdo writers that view being black as a superpower. You know? Use black girl magic. I don't know. That sounds racist to me. Here's something you're probably not up to date on. Did you know that your government has been pushing through an automotive kill switch to be on all vehicles by the year 2026? And that that piece of legislation is still currently slated to move forward? Did you know? Nobody's talking about this. I think I saw Lauren Southern do one video on it. There's hardly any articles about it either. Everyone around is saying, oh, it's, it, you're just being reactionary. It's not that big a deal. Ah, uh, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. This year has seen a surge of panicked reports discussing how the United States government has mandated vehicle hardware that would allow authorities to wrestle control away from the driver, usually referenced as a kill switch. The device is supported to be required on every new automobile after 2025. The claim hangs responsibility on the extremely broad Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act that was passed in November 2021. Now, this is your government at work. People are talking about, you know, what's going on over in the desert. Nobody's talking about this. Now, the pertinent legislation actually focuses on combat combating impaired motorists by mandating, quote, advanced drunk and impaired driving prevention technology as standard equipment, though it does not get into all specific in terms of what that entails and gives an incredible amount of leeway to federal regulators. If you're watching this as a VOD later, a standalone video, leave a like on this and share it. If you're watching it now live, share this out. They're essentially saying, oh, we're going to have, it's just to protect you against people who are drunk driving. I'm sure they're never going to use that if you have a low social credit score. I'm sure they're never going to do that if uh, they don't like something you posted on social media. Oh, didn't pay your taxes? Shut down your car. Vote for the wrong guy. Peacefully protest at the Capitol, but be a Trump fan? Shut down your car. Peacefully protest at the Capitol, but be a, a Joe Biden fan? Get a raise. By the way, also, I'm telling everyone today and reminding everyone today that our holiday gift boxes are out over at coffeebrandcoffee.com, and I'm giving a promo code EARLYBIRD, 10% off on all of our holiday gift boxes 
We have two pre-made and the option then to go fully customized on yours. Our holiday gift boxes, I'm not, I don't even usually discount them because we literally sell out every time. I know it might be early to be thinking about Christmas, but it isn't. It's already November 13th. Christmas is right around the corner. This is the perfect option for that coffee, tea, cocoa, or sweet lover, or that you know and or that you work with. It's the perfect gift. We have new treats this year too. Kettle corn. We have peppermint bark. We have chocolate-covered espresso beans. We have these brand new for this year. Chocolate sunflower seed sprinkles. You can customize whatever you want to put in there. Hot cocoa, tea, coffee, treats. It comes in a really nice gift box. Get your, your holiday all set. Easy to go. Promo code EARLYBIRD. And uh, you'll save on it too, which we normally don't discount them. The article continues. Our link will be in the description. Or just you can go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. You'll see the gift box thing. Due to having previously speculated on the matter myself, I'm routinely asked what the end result will be. Queries have only increased in 2023 as more people began creating content suggesting tomorrow's cars will be capable of being shut down by police for any reason. This has predictably been countered by a slew of authoritative sounding rebuttals stating that everything is above board and nobody should bother worrying about government overreach as vehicles are outfitted with driver monitoring systems. There are now fact-checking websites that have been designed to counter other fact-checking websites who likewise want to pretend to have the market cornered on factual information. In the end, the vast majority boils down to contradictory talking points and trying to shape a desired narrative. Nobody really knows what the legislation will bring into effect because the relevant decisions haven't been made yet by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. But what is certain is that provisions included within a trillion-dollar Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act will eventually result in some form of driver monitoring. Welcome to China, everybody. I hope your social credit score is very high. That's likely to come either an ignition interlock device that would require drivers to utilize a breathalyzer before setting off or some kind of comprehensive driver monitoring system that also uses audiovisual cues to determine the driver's present status. And I'm sure it definitely won't be used by a increasingly, increasingly politicized justice system against people they don't like. The latter seems a more likely option. Modern automobiles are already loaded up with microphones and capable of transmitting control inputs, positional data, and plenty more back to the manufacturer. The automotive industry has also begun installing in-cabin camera systems to help track what occupants are doing. Originally, the concept was floated as a way to safeguard from distracted driving, but it's also more lucrative info for an industry that now seems completely obsessed with data mining its own customers. While it wasn't long ago when the idea of networked vehicles or driver monitoring were dismissed as the kinds of things that only happen in authoritarian countries, Western governments appear to be changing their tune. The European Union has already has laws in place to establish mandatory driver monitoring systems under the auspices of public safety. Increasingly, they're supposed to be going into effect in 2026. The United States version was presented a little differently, 
presumably to placate an American audience that tends to be more liberty-minded than its European counterpart, get wrecked, European, Europeans. However, the end result is to be extremely similar. Depending on how the NHTSA decides to interpret the rules, it's almost like Americans simply co copied Europe's homework and changed a few words to avoid accusations of plagiarism. Meanwhile, there's a surplus of outlets telling you not to worry as assertions about the forthcoming system's potential to violate civil liberties are dismissed. But these are never fact-based and typically depend on expert testimony operating as an assumption of government benevolence. The Associated Press did exactly this in March of 2023 when it downplayed criticisms of the scheme before quoting Robert Strasberger, President and CEO of the Automotive Coalition for Traffic Safety, which is currently involved in private sector partnership with the NHTSA to create these so-called safety devices. So they took one of the overlords and quoted them as to why you don't need to worry about the overlords. He stated that the partnership agreement includes a requirement to build security measures that would prevent third parties from accessing any data collected. Just think about what hackers can do. You know, shut your car off. Hackers have already proven older vehicles uh, that offer less connectivity are vulnerable to remote attacks. Depending on how the above is implemented, tomorrow's cars may be even more vulnerable, and I'm not inclined to believe any guarantees made about legislation that effectively hands complete control over to federal regulators. You know, while everyone's talking about how much money we're shipping off to the desert, this stuff is happening right here. We talked about the internet from that... Uh, some other stupid act that Biden is pushing through the FTC to only give internet, you know, high speed internet priority to quote marginalized groups, whatever the heck that is. It also gives the federal government sweeping control over the internet infrastructure in and of itself. I'm sure that will never be used against people who have political opinions they don't like. I'm sure. You're just a crazy racist if you disagree. I mean, this stuff is real and it's coming. Maybe impaired driving means someone is displaying the hallmarks of being severely intoxicated. Then again, maybe the NHTSA will decide that it needs to keep people monitored at all times to maximize the resulting driver's potential. It's not like we haven't seen mission creep in literally ever, every single government agency that's ever existed. But it also needs to be said that leadership changes tomorrow's department heads may, leadership does change tomorrow, departments that may have totally different concepts of what forms of privacy invasion are justifiable. However, it's not as if the current NHTSA and Department of Transportation have done a stellar job in general. Fatal, fatal accidents have exploded in recent years, which the uh, department's initial explanation being that everyone sort of lost their minds and started speeding in 2020. I mean, <laughs> this is this should absolutely freak people out, you know? And nobody's out there speaking about it, probably because most people don't understand it. Most people are not writing these articles. You know? You have one person, Hagman fights the law that mandates government-controlled kill switch in all cars. I mean, this is nuts. This is a major, 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 major in infringement on, you know, our civil liberties. Think about it. You know, you go, you, you, you know, you know they're going to use, oh, you want to, oh, you're drag racing? Shut the car off. 
um, get, go a little too fast, passing somebody, shut the car off. You know, have a spicy social media post about a gender nonconforming person, shut your car off. You know, it's it's just like, I get it. A lot of people are just numb to this. I understand it. You know, I understand why people would be, but I mean, yikes. You see, and by the way, this isn't just a Democrat thing, friends. House Republicans help Democrats preserve the kill switch mandate that could shut down your car. The Republicans voted for it too. This is, ins- I mean, this is China coming to America. We've already seen so many issues with our, re- our regi- regime, like the way they treat those that peacefully gathered on January the 6th. Treating our own citizens like political prisoners, putting them in federal prison without trial. Now they want to be able to control your driving. Now they want to be able to shut your car down for whatever reason. Oh, you, dro- you dodged a deer, you drove erratically, shut your car down. Force you to get a breathalyzer, deploy police, de- deploy a police drone that you have to do a breathalyzer. In. Or better yet, they'll just put it right in the car. This is absolute insanity. I hope people get out there and spread the message around. See, Mongo says, dude, just think about hacking or other countries cyber hacking this stuff. This stuff is crazy. Yeah, it is. And the Republicans and the Democrats work together to make sure you pa- that they're passing this on us as American citizens. S- like, screw them. By the way, I saw a bunch of you now heading out and building out your gift boxes. I think that I think that our uh, oh, you're conservative. Turn it off on election day. Yeah, exactly right. This is absolutely frightening. By the way, if you're enjoying the show, uh, all that I ever ask is that you give the show a follow, which is right here. Watch it on the app. There's a green follow button. And that you leave a like on it. We're at 1.17K. Let's get that up to 2K. The other way that you can help the show immensely is by becoming a member of my locals. It's five bucks a month. It's even cheaper if you do it for the year. And we have a locals only live chat. You can see people like Weza or Maiden Iron or Lady Brittany or Al Windy. Um, They're all in the locals chat. You can post GIFs and you can post videos and all sorts of kind of, you can get a lot more freedom in the locals chat. Plus I see everything you post. You also get direct access to me. The the locals chat is like a, think about it like a community. Like they were sharing pumpkin pie or pumpkin bread recipes last week. It's, I really think it has a lot of potential um, for people. So I'm, I'm hoping that you'll join as a supporter. And every day that we add 20 members, I'll do a members-only stream. So last we did a members-only stream last week, um, and it was a lot of fun. So I'm hoping that you'll you'll uh, you'll hit that join button and then support. It it seriously helps a ton, and it means I have to do less ad reads. You guys notice I don't do that many ad reads. It'd be nice to keep it that way. And so I'm hoping that you'll you'll make today the day. Right now, we currently have one new monthly supporter. So if we get to 20, I'll do an, another. Uh, I'll do a members only stream after after today's live. 
uh, Sefer with the ha ha ha, just short the chip. Yeah, I mean, I think p the people will be, um, people will be, there will be a whole sub economy of people that, um, that figure out how to shut this stuff off. But the issue is, you know, they're going to figure out if you shut it off or something, they're going to deploy the, the police. You know, they're going to deploy the thought police. It's actually very scary that in this country that they're, they're going to have this stuff, you know, ready and, and, and cranking. We need a ranking of ad ads per hours live and see how high TQ is on it. Well, look, I mean, I'm really hoping we can get the locals community up to where we have, you know, a few thousand members. And then I, then I hardly have to do any, you know, um, but I, that'll take time. You know, if we add 20 a day, you know, in a month, we'll have a nice group of people in there. After a few months, I have to do less raid shadow legends ads. The chip will be tied to everything. Oh yeah. It'll be tied to your cell phone. You'll have to have an app on your cell phone. Bill Burr's currently getting roasted because his uh, wife flipped off Trump. I mean, I don't care because Trump's still going to be your president in 2024. But it's not a good look. You know, he's in the front row at a UFC event, sitting behind Donald Trump, sitting behind Kid Rock, sitting behind... Uh, Dana White, whose event it is, right? It's his event. So even if, you know, you could argue, hey, oh, yeah, Carl, I always shoot the, I shoot the breeze with the chat. I don't want people to think they have to pay to, to rumble rant to have their comments seen. I always read the regular chat. Um, I'm always going to promote the locals chat and for people to rumble rant, but, you know, I don't want to be like some of my peers who only read super chats all the time, you know? <laughs> now, I hope you'll join as a member on Locals regardless. Now, I think that, like, this is in, in, in insanely bad taste. She's certainly, like, I kind of, like... What if you were sitting there and Anthony Fauci walked in front of you? <laughs> yeah, Bongino was there. I saw Tucker, Trump, lots of people. Yeah. Oh, uh, Drowsy Cannon. Thanks for being here. So I think, like, this is what it looks like to have no class and no self-control. But I got I got to admit... If Anthony Fauci walked in front of me, you know I'd be hitting him with the double birds. And I'd probably be yelling some obscenities too. You know? I do read normal chats on occasion, yeah. I always, I have the chat up. I, I try to read both as often as I possibly can.
Now, Trump didn't even see her, apparently. You know, some people argued, oh, she's flipping off the camera. But I think if you actually look at the line of sight, she's looking at the camera while flipping off Trump. I think that's like a better explanation of it. The thing about Bill Burr, I mean, look, I don't know. My, my wife has never acted up. I've never been in a position where I'm like, oh, man, you know, there she goes again. I have to do something. Askillies, yes, I got your email. I have resolved the situation. Like, I've, I've never, uh, but I've, I have friends who have had that. Like, I have guy friends whose girlfriends, like, when they get drunk, they pick fights that the guy has to deal with. You know, they cause trouble that the guy has to deal with. I've seen it so many times. Um, now, I'm sure it goes the other way, too. But she seems like the type of woman that Bill has to, uh, you know, a lot of times just be like, ah, don't, don't mind her. You know, don't, don't, don't mind her. Don't mind her, you know. Um, I'm sure that there have been times where, like, I was drinking and my wife had to be like, ah, don't mind him. But, like, Bill Burr's audience, what, what he, the thing about Bill Burr is he obviously used to be a lot funnier. But he acts like his audience isn't us. I am a cuddle bear, Landers. Here's a dollar. Now let me be the winner of the giveaway. Well, you have to enter, Godborn, and we'll see. Like, it's, uh, by the way, this woman, as far as I know, uh, what's up, Gecko? As far as I know, has done nothing, right? I don't think this woman has ever done anything with her career. Is she an act? She's supposedly a producer, supposedly an actress. I, I don't really understand what she does, what she brings to the relationship. But like, Bill Burr's audience is people that are like anti-woke garbage. And he married somebody with TDS who tweeted that she hoped Trump would get COVID. God, I hope Trump gets coronavirus. Now I wonder if she's deleted it yet. Nope. Currently has 1.6 thousand comments to 400 likes. Like, I don't even know who this broad is, but maybe she should be, like, happy to, like, be in the front row at a UFC fight because of her husband's being famous. Like, her tweets generally get, unless they're about Bill Burr, they get no interaction. 100 likes, 100 likes, and all the tweets she's responding to are about, you know, Bill Burr. She's essentially nobody. So like, I don't know, have some class. Have some like, um, have some, uh, I don't know, like be happy that you're in the position where you are and understand that the only reason you're there is because of your, uh, you know, your rich husband. But Bill Burr, like he pissed off a lot of people. This was trending number one on Twitter, like all weekend long. This isn't a girlfriend. He's married to her and has been for a long time. This isn't he he pretends that he's woke, but then his bread and butter is conservatives. His bread and butter is people who are like against the woke machine. And I, I think that that is a huge misplay by Bill Burr. Like he's kind of a fraud. You know, he'll go on Saturday Night Live and say trans lives matter. 
But when he releases a special or a movie, it's dunking on woke people, talking about kids these days, all this kind of crap. So, I mean, and she's not even attractive, but that's neither here nor there. You see Don, Libby Evans, Donald Trump walked into an arena that holds 20,000 people and 19,999 of them were happy. And then there was Bill Burr's wife. She's allowed, she's allowed, she's allowed to do this. That's fine. That's cool. I bet you she, I bet you she, um, I don't know, got, she'll probably get a new role in Hollywood because of this. Yep, and for all his anti-feminist content, content, his wife's a feminist. Exactly. When you know, Alter Tracy Wright, when you know who Bill Burr really is, you know, he's a fraud. He's, he doesn't actually believe, he just grifts off people who are anti-feminist, anti... I still think she's flipping off the camera. I do too, but she's looking right at Trump. You can look at her eye here. She's looking right at Trump. <clears throat> You know, like, she's looking right at Trump. You can see her eye right there. She sees him. But she is flipping off the camera, but, like, I, you know. Jeremy, how do I enter the giveaway? I received an email about a week ago. I can't recall we enter. There's a link in the de description. As long as you're here and you're following the channel, uh, you can enter every single day. Great country to live in. She can do that and not get arrested, not being sarcastic. Yeah, well, if she did it to Biden, she'd probably be arrested. There's no link. <laughs> yeah. Refresh the stream if you don't see a link, but it's there. I'm looking at it right now. Probably be arrested. <laughs> oh, you know what? It's even clickable on desktop. I don't know if it's if you can't click it in... Uh, I don't know if you can't click it in... Uh, in the app I mean she's very I mean I don't know Bill could be Bill could be doing much better and I'm just talking about her personality I'm just talking about her personality and again she's allowed to not like the president she's allowed or you know she's allowed to do that I'm not going to pretend that she can't or that it's like that I'm like getting my I'm clutching my pearls over it, but I'm going to say, okay, well, you know, Bill, your audience is the people that vote for him. You're at a UFC event in the front row because of Dana White, whom Trump is great friends with. So, I mean, I don't even know, you know, what, what, she's just a stupid idiot. That's what, that's what I can say. Lord knows Disney's content is perhaps at an all-time low. We know that movies like The Marvels is going to lose two to three hundred million dollars. We know a movie that like The Eternals lost two hundred million dollars. We know that the woke remake of or the woke movie Buzz Lightyear or Lightyear lost two hundred million dollars. Basically, everything Disney is putting out is losing massive amounts of money. Now there are hits here and there, and there are wins here and there, and there. Losses are narrowing on their Disney Plus uh, streaming software. But ultimately, you know, ultimately, um, they're not in, headed in the right direction. It looks like 
Disney staff may actually be turning on Bob Iger and their woke ideology and their woke stuff. I suppose when you work for one of these companies, right, and you decide, hey, I actually want to keep my job, I'd really kind of like when uh, I get my paycheck. They're looking at, you know, by the way, after the last earnings call, Bob Iger revealed that he would be doing massive layoffs, another $2 billion in cost cutting, which historically has come in a couple different ways. Removing shows from Disney Plus like they did with Willow, which was another woke disaster. Um, Cutting thousands of staff, which they've done uh, twice this year, I believe. Now, they never seem to cut any of the... You know, they cut a bunch of wages and middle-of-the-road people, but, you know, Kathleen Kennedy and her $200 million a year salary or whatever it is, she stays employed. You know, Bob Iger is making $100 million a year. I'm, these are probably just guesses, but they're many millions guaranteed. They're not the ones that ever get cut. It's the people that are, you know, below the line and are trying to, you know, feed their families. Well, Bob Iger is back to, quote, building mode at Disney, but insiders who have cheered his return as CEO are anxious and now losing faith. By the way, I want to use this opportunity. You know, I'm only going to remind you a couple times this week, and then I'll let you chill for a while. But the coffee brand coffee gift boxes just started shipping today. They're the perfect gift opportunity, and we sell out every year. I'm not kidding. Long, you know, Usually when we're doing the most sales, I have to turn them off because we, lo- we run out. And um, this year we have new additions. So obviously we have our 20-plus different coffees available in whole bean or ground. We have 15 different teas, which a dozen of them are organic. We have three, four real cacao cocos, including peppermint hot cocoa. We have probably a dozen different premium snacks you can add. You can build the perfect gift for anyone in your friends or families or at work. And promo code EARLYBIRD will save you 10%. I normally never discount it because I don't need to. But I want to incentivize people to get them now so that they get their Christmas stuff handled. We added this year the chocolate sunflower seed sprinkles. We added kettle corn. We added this. Del- I seriously, this this peppermint bark is the is the best I've ever tasted. It's absolutely delicious. As I spill it all over my computer, we increased our package size for the chocolate covered espresso beans. They're absolutely delicious. Obviously, you can use one of our pre-builts, which we have two, or you can customize and build your own. We have a sweet and spicy treat mix. We have a toffee covered peanut bombs. We have all sorts of stuff, or you can pick one of our pre-made boxes. Get your Christmas handled today. Coffeebrandcoffee.com, gift boxes. I'll leave the link in the description, or if you're watching this live, head on over there and start building your gift box now for all your favorite family and friends. At celebration for the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary on October 16th, staffers gathered on the famed Burbank lot to snack on tacos pose for photos with Goofy and other costume characters, and take in a screening of the short film Once Upon a Studio, featuring Disney characters from over the decades. What should have been a moment of celebratory triumph for Entertainment Giant was overshadowed by low staff morale and questions about what's next. Just a week later, the company had seen its lowest stock price in over nine years. And Bob Iger, who led the company to eye-popping growth, during his first 15-year tenure as chief, was nearly a year into his second stint in the role and facing increasingly tough questions about how to stabilize Disney. Iger's sudden return last month was greeted 
I'm sorry, last November, was greeted with shock, but also a sense of celebration. His chosen successor, Bob Chappick, had made structural decisions and cultural gaffes that went over poorly inside and outside the mouse house. Well, the structural gaffe was him going head-to-head with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over the um, parental rights and education bill. Now, all the Wokies called it the Don't Say Gay bill, but if somebody refers to it in that manner, you know they are lying because it is not the Don't Say Gay bill. It never was. But Iger, 72, is no longer enjoying the goodwill he once commanded on Wall Street, as well as inside of Disney itself, where people have been shaken by layoffs, talk of selling linear television assets. This is like regular TV, linear televisions like ABC, NBC. Linear television is like non-streaming. Um, and uncertainty about the company's path forward. He also He's also more isolated with many of his most trusted confidants, like communications chief Zenia Mucha, and top lawyer Alan Braverman, film chief Alan Horn, and HR lead Jane Parker all moving on. So you have a mass exodus of leadership at this company because they saw that the end was near. They saw, they knew that their insane timing, it's almost like Disney had some sort of insider information when the when a, when a coup was going to shut down the nation and everyone bought streaming. It was really, I always look back and think, Boy, Disney was really, it was really coincidental, really convenient that worldwide global lockdowns happened, uh, what, a month before, a month after um, Disney Plus launched or like the same week practically. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but nonetheless, outside Burbank, other Disney officers threw a more muted 100 anniversary celebration. The company also sent all employees a century badge and a lithograph featuring Disney's deep roster of iconic characters from Mickey to Ariel. I wonder if it was Ariel was white or black along with a letter from Iger extolling the company's creative storytelling, blah, 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 blah. Disney did not comment for the story on the company's full fiscal year and fourth quarter earnings call on November 8th. Iger reported progress in making the streaming business profitable. Disney has cut 8,000 jobs this year and is now targeting $7.5 billion in cost cuts for 2023 alone, up from a $5.5 billion goal earlier this year. And while there is still work to do, Iger said the company was ready to, quote, begin building our future again. Well, I'm not sure what that future looks like, to be totally honest with you, given the fact that, you know, ultimately, uh, we have an all-female Avengers movie to look forward to, we have unprecedented Marvel fatigue. People are just sick of it. People are sick of really everything Disney. The only new creative thing Disney has ever has done over the past few years is literally, quote, put a chick in it and make it gay and lame. Uh, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, tell me something original that Disney has done. It just doesn't exist. Other insiders describe an atmosphere of lingering fear and organizational confusion. Some on the TV and filmed entertainment side worry that with Iger dangling the possibility of selling ABC and cable networks, a downsizing at Disney Studios could be next, another Hollywood agent said. They all feel super nervous and super confused and are going to, that they're going to have more layoffs. Uncertainty about the company's future, about who's deciding what the creative side has left execs in the state of inertia, has left execs in the state of inertia, according to entertainment lawyer, with knowledge of Disney business. Internally, there isn't clarity, the lawyer said. 
Most executives feel really stuck and feel they can't even proceed. It's not just strike-related, the person added. As Hollywood spent nearly half of 2023 paralyzed by writers and actors' walkouts, there's a lot of fear, a lot of fear-based hesitation to advocate for something. In some cases, it's self-imposed hesitation. In other cases, people feel they don't know who to go to. Well, it's because all of the woke trash that they've been foisting upon us hasn't worked. So nobody, think about that. These people have, uh, they are crippled with fear because they don't know, they don't want to put their name on anything because everything is failing. Like everything is failing. They don't want to put their name on it because everything woke turns to, well, ish. You know, I, I think that, you know, Iger is facing the perfect storm of internal challenges and outside antagonists. We know about this advocate, advocate investor that wants to push him or wants to push his way onto the board. Um, you know, externally, Iger faces an ongoing fight with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, whose people, uh, whose battle with the company started under Chappic over Florida's, again, Business Insider calls it Don't Say Gay, but it was not. It was called Parental Rights and Education. Has only grown under Iger and activist investor Nelson Peltz after extending his contract another two years this past summer through 2026. The CEO and his board will still have to find a successor to lead Disney without much certainty on what the company will even look like. I mean, Iger's focus on acquiring Hulu, selling assets, and finding a partner for ESPN. Um, but he has no choice now to change things. If Disney's stock price keeps falling, Iger has to worry about agitating more investors. Iger's already tangling with ex-Marvel exec Ike Perlmuter, one of Disney's biggest individual shareholders, who has joined activist investor Pelt's fight to try and improve Disney's results by getting a bigger say over its strategy and operations. Again, these people, they want to make money and they don't want to, and they know that this woke indoctrination stuff, this woke trash isn't going to, it isn't going to make money. Pearl, Pearl Mutter, not me, I think Pearl Muter, has told people he wants to break up Disney as much as he can and gain control of some of the IP and people estimate Ike at their peril, said a source familiar with Perlmutter's conversations. Disney's largely liberal stance on hot-button social issues could bring out other activist investors with political as well as financial motivations, like Paul Singer of Elliott Investment Management, a big GOP donor. There are people who would love to take down a woke company, the source added. A lawyer for Pilmuter did not respond. I mean, you, you see members of Iger's inner circle have described him as overwhelmed and exhausted. Bloomberg reported by the battles he's fighting on so many fronts, but several sources question uh, who besides Iger could lead the company through this perilous time in entertainment history. And one of the biggest questions the board have yet to answer is who will take the reins? Well, people have had enough this woke trash because it's failing. I mean, that's the, that's the ultimate all you know the takeaway here that the the woke trash is is failing uh and people who have invested their hard-earned dollars don't want that to continue but we know they're probably going to just triple down which is absolutely fine for uh, uh entertainment and for my business model in a lot of ways it's i guess you would call it job security i hope you're informed by this story and if you were please do leave a like on the video and follow or subscribe down below. I think that, you know, ultimately we've got a lot of stuff 
going on in media right now. A lot, um, a lot of stories, a lot of different, um, you know, angles and different. It's wild out there. It's it's absolutely insane to me just how like these companies are just losing and losing and losing and losing, and uh, they just keep they just keep d diving in. You know, they got to have you know put a chick in it, make her non-binary, do this, do that. I I don't I don't really understand. We already have I already have several topics ready for tomorrow's show because it's just a full entertainment week full news right now i'm going to move over to locals uh to join that chat first time live stream gotta say doing the videos during the live stream is honestly kind of genius yeah it can be i double dip a little bit um if you want to come hang out with me directly click this join button right here below the video or if you're on an app you know click the join button and then click support. Uh, I would really love to see this kind of little mini community extend. I don't wanna like put everything I do behind a paywall, but I do wanna incentivize people to come hang out. And um, if you wanna come hang out on the, on the locals chat, by the way, the giveaway link is in the description. If you wanna hang out on the locals chat, uh, hit the join button here and then click support and uh, yeah, the, the local chat's un, a little more unfiltered, but uh, I hope that you'll support me and my team. You know, I've got two full-time video editors. I've got a full-time graphics designer. Um, the giveaway link is in the description. You already, I've seen the mods have been posting it a bunch of times. Come on over to Locals. Make, take the plunge. It's the price of a cup of coffee a month. Come on over. And uh, I hope to see you there. And we'll be back again live in 22 hours. Fat Steven, when Rumble Studio launches, you'll be able to stream directly to locals as well. Yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah, that'll be nice. Dive on in. Dive on into locals chat. We'll see you tomorrow at noon. Get on over to locals for a members-only stream. I hope that you'll join because they're a lot of fun. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow, 22 hours from now.